Judge Jeanine Pirro. She's the outspoken host. Judge Jeanine Pirro is dominating the headlines right now. This is the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday Morning Show. Now, here's Judge Jeanine Pirro. Welcome back to the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Show. Joining me now is Congressman Mike Lawler. And I want to welcome him to the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Show. Now, Congressman Mike Lawler proudly represents the 17th Congressional District in New York, which includes Rockland County, Putnam County, portions of my county, Westchester, as well as Dutchess County. Um, before that, he was in the New York State Assembly and uh, was a ranking member on government uh, operations. Look, he's great at what he does. I'm not going to spend a lot of time, but he, he doesn't just talk the talk, he walks the walk. So I want to welcome uh, Congressman Mike Lawler. I am sure you're very busy this Sunday morning, Congressman, dealing with uh, what we're going to be talking about, and that is the influx of immigrants. Why don't you tell us what what, what is the latest? Well, New York City uh, obviously has been a sanctuary city for a long time. And since Joe Biden took office, we've obviously seen a massive influx of migrants coming to the United States. Over five million have crossed our southern border. New York City has taken in over 60,000 migrants, and they're just busting at the seams at this point and cannot handle it. And so what they've decided to do is try and shift Uh, responsibility for those migrants into communities all across the state, especially here in the Hudson Valley. And so I, along with uh, our local elected officials, County Executive Ed Day and uh, the Orangetown Supervisor, Teresa Kenny, you know, immediately objected to this because we don't have the, the resources nor the capabilities to handle hundreds, if not thousands of migrants being, you know, dropped off at our doorstep. Uh, in these municipalities. And, you know, I spoke to the mayor about this last week uh, and, you know, voiced my strong opposition to him and said to him, look, mayor, I I get the challenge that you're dealing with, but you chose to be a sanctuary city. We did Mm -hmm. not. And, you know, you should join me in, in demanding that the president Secure our border. Well, look, look, Congressman, the president's not going to secure the border. But here's the thing. If 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 uh, Mayor Adams is a sanctuary city of what? New York's got eight million people. If they can't afford, what did you say, 60,000? How many did they get? 60,000 migrants. 60,000 migrants. How could a small county with a budget that doesn't compare to the billions that New York has possibly possibly pay for these illegals? Where are you going to put them? All over the country, they're putting them on the streets in tents. Yeah, sorry. New York, New York, no, that's okay. New York City is getting a billion dollars from the state in the state budget to deal with the migrant crisis. Rockland County's overall budget is about $800 million. So New York City is getting more money to deal with the migrant crisis than Rockland County has to spend on all of its operations for the county. It's the smallest geographic county outside the city of New York. It is about 340,000 people living there. As the county executive pointed out, we have about 70 people uh, as part of our homeless population. Seven zero. Seven zero seven. <laughs> the mayor was proposing to drop off 340 migrants uh, at a hotel in the town of Orangetown. By the way, the hotel 
does not have a CO to operate as a New York City shelter. So the mayor was basically setting up shop, having health care providers, food, laundry services at the hotel for four months. And the town code doesn't permit a hotel to operate transient use for more than 30 days. So this this entire calamity is, is a mess of their own making. Um, and the governor has had her head in the sand throughout oh. this entire episode. It, it is shameful what's gone on here. Well, th- this governor, I, I mean, is clueless. I mean, I call her the accidental governor. I mean, that she that she beat Lee Zeldin absolutely blows my mind. But that's another issue. Look, will the, it, they are undeterred. The Biden administration, as far as I'm concerned, Congressman, is complicit in the invasion into this country of of individuals, foreign nationals about whom we know nothing, and they have made a decision that they're going to release them in in. In, in groups of 30 or 100 or 1,000, whatever the number is, without even giving them an alien registration number and just saying, you know, in a wink and a nod, okay, come to court when you can. D- don't get me wrong. I have no problem with people who want to come here and work. There are illegals who want to come here and make a living, and many of them do work in in restaurants and, and in, you know, in stores. You see them all over the place. But when we don't vet them, Congressman, we don't know. Who's a pedophile? Who's a drug dealer? Who's convicted of murder? Who's an identity thief? Who has no problem driving drunk? Who even has a license? Who has their vaccines? I mean, this is this is something where the president is complicit with this invasion. And yet he does nothing. What can Congress do to force him to do something? Well, Congress took action this past week. We passed H.R. 2, uh, the Secure Our Border Act. And it is probably the most comprehensive border security uh, package that has ever passed the United States Congress. We have to stop this massive inflow of migrants. Now, I've said it many times. My wife's an immigrant. I've been through this process. All right. We welcome immigrants to our communities. They enrich our culture, our economy. We need them in our country. But you have to have an orderly process of course. and there has to be screening. You have to know who's coming here and for what purpose. It's not just, you know, obviously those that are truly seeking asylum from their country of origin, but you have, you have human trafficking. You have the cartels trafficking drugs across our Southern border, killing 80,000 Americans a year, a year. On yep. Yep. a year. And we're doing nothing about it. It is shameful. And so to me, this is this is about having a process that works. It's about making sure uh, ensuring the safety and welfare of our U.S. citizens, first and foremost, and then being able to uh, try and accommodate those who want to come here legally to work and, and search for a better life. We welcome them. Well, you know, we all do, Congressman. And you know what? Just as your wife, you know, came here, my my son years ago was dating a young woman from Belgium. Um, and she did everything she could to come here. And, and I'll make the story short. She couldn't come here after two years. It was ridiculous. And, you know, the relationship obviously ended. But But it's so sad. She was an educated 
looking to get a job here. Uh, and, and she was the, the, the cream de la, de la cream. I mean, and in the end, what we're doing is we are allowing this country to literally be a globalist landing spot with benefits. We are no longer a sovereign nation. We're no longer a country with borders. I mean, hell, even the Vatican has borders. And how, and they, you know, Congressman, one more thing, and I, and I don't mean to interrupt you, but when they say, when Joe Biden comes out, he says, you know, the Republicans, they're going to get rid of Medicare and they're getting rid of Social Security, which is a lie, we all know. But the quickest way to get rid of Medicaid is to have so many millions of people sharing in that Medicaid that the American citizens, there's none left. We're going to have 10 million people by the time Joe Biden is gone. We've already got 5 million, 2 million that we know of and a million gotaways in two years. And that's before 42. Well, you look at a state like New York, uh, where you only need to be here for 30 days to qualify for Medicaid. Uh, there's no question. I mean, New, New York, as with its sanctuary city status, sanctuary state status, uh, and its laws with respect to uh, benefits uh, and services, obviously is attracting a massive number of migrants. And the city uh, finally is coming to the realization that it can't handle it. And so the question to me is, how do you fix this? Because obviously... You cannot continue to, to be shelling out all of these resources uh, for people who, who are not here legally. You have no idea what their background is. Um, and, you know, the asylum cases are taking, in some instances, two to three years to be heard with the hope that these individuals are going to show up in court. The whole thing is a total disaster. Uh, the, the, the president has failed to address it. Uh, he has made it worse with the policies that have been enacted uh, with Title 42 expiring this past week. Uh, you're looking at, you know, some 80,000 migrants coming out of Guatemala trying to come into the country and the president's doing nothing to fix it. So this is this is a, a calamity on every level. All right, Congressman Mike Lawler, I can't thank you enough for taking time out of your day this morning. Uh, keep up, keep up the good work that you're doing. We're very grateful. I especially am as one of your constituents. Thanks so much for being with thanks. us. Thanks, Judge Dean. Take okay. care. Okay. Thanks. And up next here on the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show, I will be speaking with Florida Congressman Matt Gates. What does he think of uh, uh, former President Donald Trump's uh, performance at that CNN town hall? And what does he predict for the future? And what are his thoughts on the immigration that's going on?